Our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. Good Risings, I'm Nichelle Hines, and this is Level Up Latte. So we are talking about the five pillars of self-discipline this week. And today, we're talking about willpower. Do you remember we spoke about willpower before and how much effort it takes? The difference between a successful person and others is not a lack of strength or a lack of knowledge, but rather a lack of will. That's a quote from Vince Lombardi. As we spoke about before, willpower can be incredibly powerful. But remember, as we said before, it can also be fleeting. So if you can focus that willpower intentionally, you can make the most of it. So remember, we have to find those things that actually require willpower and those things that we can absolutely find a way to do without that much effort so that the things that do require our willpower, we can truly harness it. Willpower can be thought of as the spearhead of self-discipline. According to Steve Pavlina, our guy, again, willpower is your ability to set a course of action and say, engage. It is about follow through. Remember that. It's all about following through. The application of willpower includes these following steps. Number one, choose your objective. Number two, create a plan of attack. And number three, often the most difficult, execute the plan. So the question often becomes, if willpower is essentially short bursts of power, how do you harness all of that to use it long-term? We talked about this before, benchmarks, smart goals. Go back if you forgot or you abandoned it. You can create these benchmarks that allow you to progressively use willpower to minimize the continued need for such a high level of sustained force. Remember, we break those goals down. We make them attainable. So then when it's time to use that short burst of energy, because remember, willpower can be fleeting, we can really use it to hit that spearhead. Does that make sense? Remember, short, achievable things that will lead up to that thing. So when we do have to depend on it, that energy is focused. Steve Pavlina says, don't use willpower to attack your biggest problem directly. Use willpower to attack the environmental and social obstacles that perpetuate the problem. Does that make sense? We use that willpower for the full follow through. I want you to start breaking down these things that you don't have discipline with. If it is food, we keep coming back to that for some reason this week. Maybe it's what's on my mind. If it is something like food, if you want to eat healthier, because it can't be about the scale, we know this. If we want to eat healthier and put ourselves in a better position of health, how do we do that? So as opposed to being trapped and ending up at a restaurant where all your favorite foods are served, Do you stock your kitchen with healthy choices? Do we figure out that there are things all around us that can sustain that choice and maybe just have a bite of that thing that we 
think we really want? Can we have our salad first? Can we have a broth-based soup? Set yourself up for success. Can we eat something at home that keeps us in a place where we're feeling good and we're feeling healthy and we're going towards and attaining our goals? Are we deliberately setting ourselves up for success because when you have to use all of your willpower, when you show up at your favorite restaurant, they have your favorite things and you haven't eaten anything all day because you haven't been doing the right thing when you're trying to get healthier, you're doing silly things like not eating enough or starving yourself. Can we set ourselves up for success so it doesn't have to be such a Herculean effort of willpower? Can we save the willpower for when we know we're going to the restaurant, we've made other healthy choices, we've eaten healthy throughout the day, but we've made sure that we've eaten enough to make sure that we are full enough that we're not starving to make a healthy choice. So by the time you get to that favorite restaurant in that favorite place, you're not hangry and you sit there and go, no, you know what? Forget it. I'm going to have the bolognese or something that's maybe not the healthiest choice. Can we save that willpower for when we're actually there and the person next to us orders our favorite thing and we have one bite as opposed to having to have that giant bowl? That is how we use our willpower. So it doesn't have to be this Herculean effort where you don't even know if you're going to make it through the meal without eating, not just your meal, but everybody else's. That's what I'm talking about. Can you do that for yourself today? And whatever it is that you're trying to find that self-discipline, can you focus on making sure that that willpower is available to you for the moments when you really need it, when you're really under pressure? If you can do that, you're on the road to creating self-discipline in your life. I know that you can do this. I'm Nichelle Hines, and you can find me at Nichelle. Thank you so much for listening to Level Up Latte. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to check out the other Good Risings offerings available in our feed. And remember, you are capable of great things. Good Risings is presented by Cavalry Audio. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live.